Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Praise the Lord, everyone. To 31 Days of Wisdom, I am Apostle Rose White on behalf of our bishop, Bishop Abrams, and the entire Kingdom of God Fellowship Church family. We wish to welcome you to this morning's Words of Wisdom for Daily Living as we are studying the book of Proverbs, which is known and called the book of Wisdom. Today, we're on day 30. Hallelujah. We have made it all the way down to day 30. And so this morning, we're going to be reading Proverbs chapter 30. That's going to be read by our own brother, Thomas White. And But before he comes and before we launch our, our day, because we are rising up early every morning to command our morning, give God the first fruit of our day, and to rejoice in the Lord because of the word that he has given us so that we can live that God kind of life. So before Brother Thomas comes, uh, please make sure that you go ahead and get your Bible, get your pad, get your pen ready, because God does have a word for us on today, and we want to quickly be able to make notes of whatever God is saying to you on an individual basis. Um, God speaks to us corporately, but he speaks to us personally, and you want to quickly make a note of that so that you can go back and review what God has said Unto you, and so I'm going to call very quickly um, right now. Um, I'm going to ask uh, Pastor Leg, uh, Baker if she would open us up in prayer on this morning, um, and then after the prayer, the next voice that you will hear will be that of Brother Thomas. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Praise and glory and honor this morning. We exalt you this morning. Father, we magnify your name, Lord God. We just give you all the glory and the praise, Lord, because we realize that without you this morning, we are nothing, and we can do nothing of ourselves. But we thank you this morning that you woke us up, oh God. In the name of Jesus, clothe it in our right mind. We thank you this morning, oh God, for the fresh manner that you have fed us for 29 days, oh God. We thank you, oh God. Yeah. We thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. Father, we thank you that for that word that has come, oh God, to enlighten us, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you yeah. this morning in our right mind this morning. We thank you this morning, hallelujah, yeah. for the yeah. word, and a shield and a protection, oh God, 
We thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for what you've already done. And, God, we thank you for what you're about to do this morning. So, Father, we come before you with praise and thanksgiving and say thank you, Lord. We don't take it for granted that we are here this morning, but it's because of your goodness and your mercy and your loving kindness that we are able to come together and mingle our voices together one more time. So, Father, as we come before you this morning, we ask that you would forgive us our sins, our transgressions, Transgressions, oh God, in the name of Jesus, search our hearts, Lord. Search us out this morning. Let no sin reign in our mortal bodies this morning. Forgive us and cleanse us in the precious name of Jesus. Father, now we're going to give you praise this morning. We thank you for fresh manner again this morning. We thank you for that rain word. We thank you for that word that's going to come forth this morning in power and might and under the anointing of the Holy Ghost. We thank you this morning that every yoke, every bondage shall and will and must be destroyed because of the anointing. We thank you this morning because you say so shall your word go forth that it shall not, oh God, that it will accomplish that which you have sent it out to do. We thank you this morning that not one jot, not one tittle shall fall to the ground, oh God. We thank you this morning that your word shall go forth, oh God, and it shall fall on fertile ground. It shall fall on good ground, oh God. We thank you this morning for ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying unto us this morning. We thank you this morning that the eyes of our understanding is being enlightened, oh God, that your word is being a light unto us this morning, oh God. We thank you this morning because your word is a buckler. It is a shield. We thank you this morning for the vessel that you're using, oh God, to send forth your word this morning. Now, Father, we thank you this morning for every heart, for every man and every woman that's on the line this morning. Father, we receive your word. We receive the woman of God this morning. We say, Holy Ghost, have your way this morning. Have your way this morning. We say, Lord, thou are welcome. Holy Spirit, you're welcome in our midst this morning. We welcome your presence. We welcome your chastisement. We welcome, oh God, your encouragement. We welcome instruction this morning. We welcome, oh God, all that you have for us this morning. We ask you and we thank you this morning that you would keep us this morning with a teachable and a coachable spirit, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Now, Father, we bless you this morning. Strengthen our apostle this morning. God, just lift her up on every lean side. Lord, cause that word to flow out of her like fresh water this morning. In the precious name of Jesus. And, Father, even as, oh, God, she pour out it unto us, you keep continuously pouring into her, Lord, fresh water, fresh manna, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, strengthen her, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, meet every need. Bless our bishop, oh, God. Bless every listener this morning. Now, Father, we come to the table this morning. We come hungry for you this morning. We come hungry for you this morning. So we sit at your table and we say, Lord, feed us until we want no more. And, Father, we're going to give you all the praise and we're going to give you all the glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Bless the reader, Lord. Bless your word, oh God, continuously as it go forth that we become receptive, oh God. In the name of Jesus, help us to hide it in our hearts that we sin out against you this morning. And we're going to give you all the glory and the honor and the praise. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. The words of Agar, the son of Jacob, 
even the prophecy. The man spake unto Israel, even unto Israel and Ucal. Surely I am Brutus among any man, and have not the understanding of a man. I neither learned wisdom, nor have the knowledge of the holy. Who hath ascended up unto heaven, or descended? Who hath gathered the wind in his fist? Who hath bound the waters in a garment? Who hath established all the ends of the earth? What is his name, and what is his son's name? If thou canst tell, every word of God is pure. He is a shield unto them that put their trust in him. Add thou not unto his words, lest he reprove thee, and thou be found a liar. Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Remove far from me vanity and lies. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Feed me with food convenient for me. Lest I be full and deny thee, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal, and take the name of my God in vain. Accuse not a servant unto his master, lest he curse thee, and thou be found guilty. There is a generation that curses their father, and doth not bless their mother. There is a generation that are pure in their own eyes, and yet is not washed from their filthiness. There is a generation Oh, how lofty are their eyes, and their eyelids are lifted up. There is a generation whose teeth are as swords, and their jaw teeth as knives, to devour the poor from off the earth, and the needy from among men. The horselich hath two daughters, crying, give, give. There are three things that are never satisfied, yea, four things say not, it is enough. The grave and the barren womb, the earth that is not filled with water, and the fire that saith not, it is enough. The eyes that mocketh at his father and despiseth to obey his mother. The ravens of the valley shall pick it out, and the young eagles shall eat it. There be three things which are too wonderful for me, yea, four which I know not. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent upon a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a maid. Such is the way of an adulterous woman. She eateth and wipeth her mouth and saith, I have done 
no wickedness. For three things the earth is disquieted, and for four which it cannot bear. For a servant when he reigneth, and a fool when he is filled with meat. For an odious woman when she is married, and a handmaid that is heir to her mistress. There be four things which are little upon the earth, but they are exceedingly wise. The ants are a people, not stronger, yet they prepare their meat in the summer. The conies are but a feeble folk, yet make they'll make yet make they their houses in the rocks. The locusts have no king. Yet go they forth, all of them, by bands. The spider taketh hold with her hand and is in king's palaces. There be three things which go well, yea, four are comely in going. A lion, which is strongest among beasts, and turneth not away for any. A greyhound. And he goats also, and a king against whom there is no rising up. If thou hast done foolishly in lifting up thyself, or if thou hast thought evil, lay thy hand upon thy mouth. Surely the churning of milk bringeth forth butter, and the wringing of the nose bringing forth blood, so the forcing of wrath bringeth forth strife. These words have already been blessed. Amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. Amen, amen. Thank you so much, Brother Thomas. Amen for the reading of the word on this morning. For those that are just now tuning in, we want to welcome you to today as this is day 30, and we're going to be reviewing, um, you know, Proverbs chapter 30. This is just a, a wonderful chapter as we are seeing uh, something, some things a little bit differently on today in, the, uh, in viewing the different approach as to seeing what is foolish and the things that are wise. And here it is, a man um, Agar, who is a, a wise man, and we hear wisdom that is coming from him. You know, he's actually starting out in a state um, of being open and honest about who he is himself, and he asks some wise questions. And so there comes a time when we see this, when we too, we need to do this. We need to actually take a look in the mirror, you know, and see the real man, see the real woman. I need to see the real me and just begin to ask, who do I think that I am? You see, because God is a wise God. He's an awesome God, and he is a mighty God as we read those very first four verses. Uh, Then when we go down, we see in verses 5 and 6, you know, we know that there are so many versions and there are so many translations of Scripture today, and our bishop talks a lot about that even in our times of study um, on Wednesday night in our Disciples Life class. 
and uh, we have to use wisdom when it comes to picking up all these various versions. And uh, verses 5 and 6 let us know that we should not add to God's word. Why? Because God's word is real, it's true, and it's pure. It is the word of God, the real word, all by itself. There is nothing that we need to add to it. And so when we put our trust in the Lord, we can rest assured that he's going to shield us, he's going to protect us from all hurt, harm, or danger. And so that's why we have to read the whole word of God so that we know that God is going to protect us, that he's going to shield us. But there is a warning here. You know, it says those who change God's word, they're going to be rebuked by God himself. And then they're going to be found to be a liar, and the truth is not in them. You see, so all these writers of these newer versions, or new, more modern translations like the, the Message Bible, and, and the majority today um, read and study from the NIV. You see, that, that, these versions they are considered that is more popular or user-friendly than the King James Version. But these versions give their own twist on things. And some of them, if you have not known, uh, especially the NIV, I, I know that myself from doing study within the NIV for a couple of years versus the King James or the New King James, the NIV literally omits stuff altogether, not even in there. And many people don't know that. So this is the reason why we are to, to use wisdom and to know that there are some versions that we just cannot uh, find ourselves studying from. You may go to actually do some comparisons as to what's in what, such as a parallel, but at the same time, you will discover that there are many things that have been added in and stuff that's been right out removed from it. But that's a dangerous thing is this warning that this man of God is sharing through the word of God. Then when we look at verses 7 to 9, this continues with Agar requesting of God to help him to not be a liar, to not pretend to be what he's not. He wasn't asking the Lord to be high or low, but he was only asking mere basics. You know, he was asking only for God to provide to him what was due to him. He was honest in saying that even if he had received all the riches or if he had plenty, you know, he would probably feel, I don't have no need for God because I got everything. You know, he may not even deny the Lord altogether because he was then so like, I got it all. This is about me, myself, and I, I did this, rather than acknowledging God. Or he stated that if he was poor, having nothing, he would probably become a thief, you know, stealing from others, and then insulting the name of the Lord our God. See, this is how we need to be. We need to be just honest about some stuff. And he was being real. He kept it real. And then verse 10 shows us what is going on right now, today, and every day that we live. You know, just using a simple example of, of these particular verses because, you know, I, I find it to be where it says, don't malign a servant to his master. You know, lest he be cursed and you be found guilty. And as I was studying this this morning, the Lord was giving me an example of this. You know, he was saying, you know, for me, or let's say there's a lady, and her name is Sweet, or you, Sally Sue, and she works for J&J Corporate. You know, the owners is, you know, Mr. Bo James, and his partner is, Hinder, you know, Honda Jeep. 
And someone who is a hater now, they don't, they hate Sally too. They just don't like her. Why? Because she just recently got a new promotion. And so what this individual does, this outside individual, you know, they go up, they see Mr. James, and they try to tear down Sally Sue's name, saying, you know, she was late for work one morning, and I noticed later on that day when she did get in, I saw her getting a cell phone out, talking, you know, that work. But little did this foolish person know that the reason Sally Sue was late was because Mr. G had sent out an assignment that was going to be at 9 o'clock, and he instructed her, you know, to go to that before she come into work. And the reason why she was getting her cell phone after she got into work was so that she could send a message over to Mr. G informing him that all went well on the assignment that he had sent her on. See, people need to know that when they go and try to tear down another person before someone else who is in authority, they'll end up not only getting reprimanded for lying, but they could find themselves cursed by losing their job. Mm -hmm. See, it's best to always mind your own business and stay out of other people's affairs, especially when you don't have the facts and you don't know what's going on, or you're just right out trying to tear down somebody because you got a problem with them. Verses 11 to 14, when we look at this, you know, we live today in a time where kids walk all over top of their parents. We see it all the time in the tabloids and the news. You know, they give no respect to the ones who brought them into the world. And today, people can do wrong, and they actually justify themselves. You know, Mm -hmm. folks live arrogantly. They, they look down on other people. They are full of themselves. And these people today, of whom we live with, they're getting worse and worse. We see every year people are getting worse and worse, you know. Uh, uh, and so there we see the word of God that's letting us know they're cutting people to shreds. They're with their teeth. They tear down. They don't like the poor. Those that are in need, they're tearing them apart, cutting them in shreds. Every year, stuff is being cut more and more. The poor and the needy are going without. There are many, we also look at poor and needy even in the spirit. The word of God is not going forth, so they can't get fed the word of God. (laughs) People cutting them to shreds. We live in a scary time, Saint, when folks have no regard for anybody else other than themselves, (laughs) and we see that depicted right here in verse 15. You know, it says, at least you got two daughters, give and give. <laughs> you know, people don't never get enough. They're like leeches. You know, there are four things in, in, in verse that talks talk about in, in verse 16 because we're going to be seeing here throughout this chapter how the Lord is revealing different things to us. And it says here there are four things in life that never fall. It ain't never enough. It don't get enough. And what is one is the grave. Number two, the barren womb. Number three, the earth. And number four, fire. There is never enough of these four things. And we see that every single day. People die every day. And the grave is still not full. So this, we look at here in verses 17. It said that I that mocks his father and scorns the uh, obedience to his mother. People that give no respect and are disobedient to their parents will be dealt with according to their sin. 
You know, because the Bible teaches us that we are to honor our mother and our fathers and our days shall be living. We ought to be obedient to the word of God. So, therefore, we know that if we have no respect for our parents, and I look at this natural as well as spirit, if you don't even respect your natural parents, when God sends spiritual parents, a lot of times we have no respect for them either. Mm-hmm. They're right out disobedient. You tell them this is what the word of God has to say, and their thing is you don't tell me what to do. I'm grown, 18 plus. I do it the way I want to do it. No respect. Disobedient. And then what happens when trouble comes, first thing they say, would you pray for me? Well, I already gave you the instructions through the word of God. You didn't heed it, so you suffer the consequences of your action. Verse 17 says that ravens will pluck out their eyes. Mm-hmm. And they'll be eaten by young eagles. These eagles we're looking at their vultures. Mm-hmm. And when we do wrong, when we don't abide by through wise teaching and wise counsel, we're going to be devoured out here in this world. Mm-hmm. When vultures come, that means something is dead. When you don't do what is right, when I hate, when I don't heed the word of God and I walk in right out disobedient, I am dead. Dead spiritually. That's why I, I call it a lot of times. I said, dead men walking. Mm-hmm. The these that do these things, they're dead to trespasses and sin, and they're going to be devoured. Verses 18 and 19, when we look at this, this here is showing Agar, who is describing again, four things. Four things that are wonderful. And they can't be understood. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, one is how those eagles soar. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, there's nothing like seeing an eagle. If you've ever had the opportunity of seeing that, it's an amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Number two, how a serpent is able to crawl on the rocks. Because rocks are, they're a mess. Rocks are hard. But yet they're able to crawl on those rocks. Number three, how that ship maneuvers on that sea. For those that ever been on the cruise, I've actually even saw that and at night when it's dark, you can't see nothing. Mm-hmm. And so it's a wonder. It's something that we can never comprehend in our mind how that great big old luxury ship is able to maneuver its way through the darkness of the night on those open seas. And then number four, the way of a man with a girl. A maiden, a virgin, here it is, things that can never be understood. Verse 20 is talking about the way of the adulterous woman, (laughs) how she eats. And when I saw this, actually, I literally, you know, because I I come from a different part of the world, you know, growing up. Some people say coming from the hood and folks be eating that fried chicken and all that greasy food and grease all running down down your mouth and you wiping your mouth and you just get right on up from the table, you know. (laughs) And so here it is, an adulterous woman eating, you know, wiping her mouth and knowing that she didn't eat stuff, she didn't have no business eating and she didn't done wicked, but yet she still don't see it. Women are in the natural who sell their bodies for their own pleasures. I mean, nobody's forcing them. This is by choice, such as the madams of the world that we've all, you know, hear as much today as you're used to, you know, but they can do these things and they look at you straight in the eye and say, play, I ain't done nothing wrong. Mm. You know, this is business. Mm. They see it like a man that might want to go out and go hunt ducks and kill ducks. 
in that season, and they'll look at you. People say, oh, you just killed all harmless little animals. They say, hey, no, no big deal. You see, the same is for those that walk in sin. They do so feeling nothing is wrong with how they live or what they've done. The things of the world is the adulterous woman. And those who indulge themselves with her, they will find ways to justify their actions and say, it's okay. I ain't hurting nobody. I've done nothing wrong. And in verses 21 and 23, again, we see some, some types and symbols. There are four things that the earth is literally perturbed about. I love that word. I used to use that word all the time, perturbed. Totally disturbed, shook up, you know. <laughs> One is a slave that's now in charge. Ain't nothing worse than a person sometimes that's been a servant. Now you put them in charge, and they like, oh, my. <laughs> Number two, a fool that gets filled up full of food. And then number three is a hateful woman. She better when she gets mad. Now, you think she ought to be happy. Everything excited, but, you know, you find somebody that's hateful and bitter before they get married. A lot of times they still bitter after they get married. Mm-hmm. And number four, he a maid servant to the wife who now marries the husband to the one she was serving. You know, when I read that, I was like, oh, my, I've actually seen that. Mm-hmm. And I'll marry her to the first lady. For all the time, been serving the first lady with the eyeballs on the pastor. Mm. And here's a woman now been serving this first lady. Now she didn't maneuver her way in, and she's now the first lady. She didn't marry the pastor. Isn't that a hot mess? Mm. You know, it's, it's a way that the Lord shows us various things in his word. And then it talks about four things, you know, that are like uh, the little things. Things that is small in verses 24 to 28, it seems small. There are small things in the earth, but they are so wide. Wide is the ant. We talked about that the first part when we first started Proverbs. The ant, you know, they're not small people, but they know how to store up their food in the soil. So when the wintertime comes, they got what they need to eat. Number two, the rock badger. They're little. When you see these animals, you Google them, you'll see they're little. You know, they're sort of delicate type of little creatures, but they protect themselves. They know how to live within the rocks to keep themselves from harm. Number three, you got the locusts. They don't have a leader, but they know how to understand the power of rain. They know how to work as a team. They flow together in a swarm. And then number four, the spider. They're everywhere. They are pests. Yes, they are. But they're skillful little creatures. They're, they are, it talks about them being found in king's palaces. What, what I heard and what I saw in my, in my mind was, you know, a spider can be anywhere, even down in the White House with President Obama. <laughs> Stay right there in the big house, in the white house. And then when we look at verses 29 to 31, it tells us four other things, things that walk in stride, proudful. Number one is the lion. They're known as the king of the jungle. 
They ain't turning down nothing. They ain't afraid of nothing. They are forced to be reckoned with. Number two, we see the, the greyhound. Proud animal. Even on the buses, you see them with a stride, moving in stride. Mm-hmm. Number three, the male goat. And then number four, a king, a person that's in authority. And then as we close this morning, in verses 32 to 33, we see that after we have read everything and have heard everything prior to what we are learning is that everything has its purpose and has its place, you know, and that is an importance for us to make sure that we learn how to cover our mouths if we have been a people that have been so foolish to lift up ourselves and to brag about what we've done and what we've accomplished. If only we could have the attitude, the mentality that Agar had, who humbled himself before the Lord. Know that even when we begin to boast and brag about certain things as others, what does that do in the midst of a group, a crowd? It stirs up strife. It causes quarrels. And it says, it it, 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 I'll show this just like one churn. If you've ever, you know, been back in the day where my brother and I, we grew up during that time, even back then, I had an aunt I used to love to watch it. Well, you can churn that milk and make that butter. I used to hear my mother talking about that all the time for her growing up. It's just the same as, you know, having someone to hit you in the nose, you know that your nose is going to bleed. And so, therefore, we've got to be careful with what we say and recognize that we are nothing compared to an awesome God who has created so many things throughout the earth that we can see in types and in symbols. All throughout this particular chapter, things is being revealed to us. Wisdom is being revealed to us. Words have been given to us through the various examples that we saw, that we read about, that reveal some simple truths for you and I to live by every single day. And so as we read the Word of God, here is where the Lord is saying, I want you to pay more attention to things. Begin to review and begin to observe certain things. I learned a lot. You hear me talk a lot about my brother because I've watched him and observed him over the years. He's an outdoorsman that he observes natural things. And he used to always talk about the various birds and what he would observe outside. God has given us things that we need to observe, even the elements, the, the atmosphere, the animals, the small creatures, the things that crawl the things that creep, there are things that we can learn by. See, we sometimes just, we don't take no thought of that. We, we, we don't even comprehend how God uses the smallest thing to give us words of wisdom, things for us to, to learn from, to grow from, to glean from. And so I pray that today in the reading of this chapter, 
I pray that you have been blessed through the word that God has given us so that we can go for when the end of this month comes, that we've got a new cap to our step, that we have been anointed with an unction to function, that we can be effective in our home, in our neighborhood, in our city, our state, our nation, in our businesses, within our churches, within the organizations that God plants us in. Amen? Amen. Amen. It's quiet, hallelujah, this morning, but the word of God Amen. is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to thank and praise the Lord for all of you that are here this morning. God is just good, and God is an awesome God, and God is just dealing with us in a different way every single day. And it's amazing because he wants us to be able to be a people that are not just built on just emotion alone, but that we are built, that we become strong, that we become stable so that we're not moved by every wind of doctrine that comes, that we are found rooted and grounded in him, that we are firm and we stand on a firm foundation. Hallelujah. So I'm going to quickly, I know this is Saturday morning, but still there are some that have to go to work, but I never want to leave the line without giving anyone the opportunity, um, if there's something that the Lord has done for you, to give a quick testimony, or if you even have a prayer request, uh, we want you to be able to give that as well so that we can pray at the end of, of our program for you. Amen. So the line is open for you to be able to share if God has given something or have done something for you, something that you've grown from through the word of God throughout this month. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, we're going to move forward to God be the glory. Because one thing that we learn, that when we've come and we've done what God has told us to do, then we can keep moving, we can mm-hmm. go forward, we don't have to make anything happen because God says just let him be God. And some days we just need to meditate on the word and just yeah. that alone. Amen. And so, again, I'm going to want to, I just want to thank everyone. We thank God for our bishop who is on the line, who is listening. We thank God for all of you that are calling from different parts of the United States. To God be the glory. We pray that this is going to be a wonderful day for you, that it will be a day of rejoicing, that it is Saturday, that you will be able, if you are off today, that you can just rest in the Lord and that you can know it is a satisfying Saturday. This is what I'm calling today. Satisfying Saturday. Hallelujah. And we're satisfied in the word of God. Amen. 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 Let's get ready to pray. If our hearts and minds are clear, we're going to get ready to pray, and we're going to close out the day. Amen. Amen. Pray with me for just a moment. Hallelujah. Father, in the precious name of Jesus, we just thank you for this time, O God. We thank you, Father, for allowing us just to be here on today. We thank you for giving us strength to be able to dial in on this call or to be able to log on via the Internet. I thank you, Father, for every person that is represented here. I thank you for every man, every woman. I thank you for every young person. I thank you for the leaders that are on this line on this morning. I thank you for husband and wives that are here and for 
families that are represented as a whole. I thank you for the business owners that you have that are here, those that are sparring to start a business, oh God. I give you praise, Father, because as they come, you are giving them words of wisdom that will cause them to grow so that they can go and do what you have instructed them to do in the land. And so, Father, today, right now, God, we bless your name for your words that you've given us. Help us to not just be hearers only, but help us today, God, to be doers of your word. Help us to find ourselves walking according to your word. Give us eyes to be able to see the various things that we come in contact with on a day-to-day basis, the natural things that we see. Help us to be more observant, oh God, to the elements of the earth, oh God. Help us, oh God, to be aware of all things and to pay attention and to be more grateful and to be more thankful. Give us a heart, oh God, where we offer ourselves before you. Keep us, oh God, with a teachable spirit. Help us, oh God, to even pray and aid our pray, oh God. Knowing, oh God, that we have haven't created anything, hallelujah, that you have created. But you have done great and marvelous things. And so we thank you, Father, that we have eyes to see your goodness. We have eyes to see the wonders of the world. And so we praise you today. Now, Father, as we leave this line, help us, oh God, to rejoice in you. Help us today to, to rest in you. Help us today to be a blessing to those in whom we come in contact with. Father, bless those that got to get out and to travel that may be going to work today. Give them safe traveling mercies. We thank you for your ministering angels that you have on assignment for each one of us. And this day, we lose forth the angels, oh God, today. We thank you that you have angels there that are to protect us. And so, Father, we do give you praise. We give you glory. And we do give you honor. Help us to guard our thoughts. Help us to guard what comes out of our mouth. Help us to guard how we conduct ourselves out in the public as well as in the home behind the closed doors. God, we bless you, oh God, for those that are preparing for events, oh God. We ask right now that you be in the midst of everything, oh God, that you've given us to do. Now, Father, today we ask if there is anyone that is here that is listening that may be sick in their body. God, right now, we decree and declare that they are whole and they are healed because of the blood that was shed on Calvary's cross. We thank you for the blood. Hallelujah. There is never lost this power. The redeeming blood. For you have redeemed us from the curse of the law. You have redeemed us from poverty, sickness, and death. And so, God, we bless your name today that we dwell and we walk in healing. We thank you right now for the healing waters that are Flowing, even though they may not be physically sick, but God, they're sick in their mind. God, regulate the minds on today. Regulate the thought patterns on today. God, we thank you right now, oh God, for the leaders all over the land. We thank you for the leaders that are here. Help them to walk in your wisdom. Give them the knowledge that they need. Help them to acquire the understanding that is necessary so that they can be effective in leadership. Help them, oh God, even your lay members, oh God, that will understand the beauty of being true servants. Oh God, knowing there's a blessing in serving, but help us, oh God, to serve 
out of a cheerful heart to serve because we just want to serve, because we know that what we do is earned unto you. So help us, oh God, to be servants that you can be able to say when it's all said and done, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful, oh God, I'm going to make you a ruler over much. So God, we thank you today for the little things. Father, we thank you, even for the kingdom of God, Fellowship Church family. I thank you for them on today that is faithful on this line every single day, every service that we call for, they are here. God, we bless your name for people who love you with all their heart, mind, and soul. I bless your name today for our worship, oh God, who rises up early in the morning, even in the midst of all other things that he has to do, that yet he found people to be here to cover your people. And so, Father, we bless your name. Father, today, I thank you. My heart is full of praise. Hallelujah. God, I give you praise today. And I magnify you for loving us. Hallelujah. And loving us. And sharing your love on us each and every day. Now, Father, I thank you for those that send in their prayer requests. God, meet the needs of every person that is standing in need of prayer on today. We ask that you would bless young parents, oh God. Parents that have young children, teach them how to raise their children in the beauty of holiness. And bless these children, oh God, that they will be obedient, submitting themselves to the authority of their parents. God, we bless you even for grandparents that stand, oh God, besides the parents and help to rear these children, bringing them up in the admonition of the love for Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you. Father, we ask that you would bless every elderly, every older mother and older father. We thank you for those that have lived many years of life and that are full of wisdom. Let them not keep that wisdom on the inside, but let them openly speak as they did in days of old, when old mothers would bring young girls and sit them down and talk to them, when the old fathers would sit down with the young men and talk to them. Let us rise to our place today, God, where we will be the older women that will teach younger women how to be good mothers, how to be good wives, how to take care of their homes. Help the men, oh God, those that are aged to take on the realm and to become those true fathers to young men, teaching them how to be men, how to be strong in their community, to how to become pillars of strength, how to be good husbands and love their wives as Christ loved the church. God, we thank you today that you're raising up men and women that will take their rightful place and walk according to your word. God, we thank you for the spiritual parents today. Help us, oh God, to be spiritual parents that will teach the word of God uncompromisingly. That will teach the word of God, showing forth the love in the kingdom today that men and women will run to you. They will cry out to you. They will flock at your feet. And today, God, we bless you as we bow down before you. Help us that as we humble ourselves, that others too will see that they are people that reverence the Lord, and they too will follow suit and come to reverence you as the Lord of the Lord and yeah. as the King of Kings. Now, God, we thank you. See every word that has been said on today. See every prayer that has gone forth on.
God, today. Fill us, oh God, with the blood that has never lost its power, shed on Calvary's cross, and through the name that's above every name, at the name of where every knee is going to bow, and every tongue is going to confess, we pray that we feel all that's been done, that it's in Jesus' name. We do pray, and we say amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 I pray that you'll just enjoy the day, and I look forward to being back with you on tomorrow, which marks day 31. This will be the final day of our 31 days of wisdom. It's been an awesome time in the world. The best is even still yet to come. But let's finish this month out. Let's finish this series out strong. We look forward to being back at 6 o'clock a.m. tomorrow morning, Eastern Time, 5 a.m., Amen. Instill yes, all the light of our Father God through Jesus. Yes. Thank you. Amen, Sister Katrina. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Love you, Minister Carla. Sister, Minister Carla, you all have a great day. And have a good day. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.